You're listening to the Premier Podcast Network. Welcome to the pinnacle of wrestling entertainment, Premier Streaming Network. Join us at watchonpremier.com to unlock the ultimate wrestling experience, curated to perfection. Immerse yourself in the spectacular world of wrestling history, where classic battles and unforgettable moments are at your fingertips. Join us today and experience the epitome of curated wrestling content, because when it comes to wrestling entertainment, Premier sets the standard. Be Premier. This is the Mind of the Meanie. Here are your hosts, the Blue Meanie and Adam Barnard. Peace world and welcome everybody to the Mind of the Meanie, your weekly peek into the world according to former WWE superstar and ECW original, the Blue Meanie. We'll cover wrestling, music, movies, sports, and lots and lots of useless knowledge all contained in the Mind of the Meanie. I am your tour guide, Adam Barnard, and he is the Blue Meanie. Meanie! What's on your mind? Uh, I am fucking disgusting right now. Um, uh, full disclosure, after this podcast, I'm going to take my second shower of today because it is balls hot. Yeah, dude. Um, and, uh, I have my annual post-Labor Day chest cold. Mm. Uh, I get every year mm. on top of whatever it is fucking herpy thing I get on my lip every year, which usually is on my cheek every year. But uh, yeah, I feel I feel clogged up and nothing like being stuffy and warm. You know? Yeah, dude. I feel like it would be it would be easier to have one or the other. But yeah. all three of the kids, well, the oldest the oldest three of the kids started school. Uh, I think two weeks ago or a week ago, and uh, I'm also experiencing that like first round, first week of school. Whatever oh. the fuck. So it's like all stuffed up here, but I'm still dealing with like the echo of COVID. So my ears are all clogged. So that's what I'm doing tomorrow morning is going to visit my doctor to figure out if, cause I know my ear infection's coming, right? Like I can set my watch to it. Every season change, I get an ear infection. So, um, and, and what, what I'm about to say isn't indicative of your kids. I'm not taking this right, but like kids are the biggest ger- fucking germ farms. Dude, you could absolutely they say that about my kids, dude. They are disgusting. They are. Yeah. Ruthless barbarians. They never wash their hands. They come home with all yeah. types of disease. Typhoid Mary. Fucking insane. They <laughs> <laughs> get the most insane shit they bring home, man. There's the name of the show. Typhoid Mary. <laughs> <laughs> Writing it down before I forget. Or, or Typhoid Meanie. Fuck it. You know? <laughs> I love it. Did you, did, you hear, did you hear my... <laughs> yeah, I was going to say, I heard you a little wheezy there. Yeah. Because now, <laughs> now you say something. Moving on up like George and Wheezy. <laughs> Get jiggy with it. I love it, dude. What, yeah. a record, what a record that was. That was, that was, what was that, 97 or 98? I think. I don't know. I don't know. No, that had to be 97. Well, that had to be 97. You know why? Um, Al Snow was working a, an angle, I think, with Shane Douglas. And uh, he had to give the snowplow to Francine. Oh. And like Francine and Al would always, you know, sing, get jiggy with it in the locker room. Uh-huh. So he was working a deal with Shane Douglas and he had to get a snowplow to Francine. And Francine said every time he grabbed her to put her in the 
you know, since you're up for the snow plow, he would go, George and Wheezy, George and Wheezy, you know, moving up like George and Wheezy. We're the snow plow. So it's hilarious. So every time I hear that song, I think of Al Snowgiving and Francine, the, uh, the snow plow. <laughs> I meant to tell you this. I was at the parking lot at the Giant over here in Thorndale the other day, and I was, I was just getting some coffee and some stuff for Courtney in the morning. Um, and someone was listening to uh, DJ Cool, Let Me Clear My Throat. And it was loud through her windows, and I was hitting the move in the driver's seat, man, before I pulled away. So I was thinking about you the other morning. Dude, I, uh, where are you at? What, what, what city are you in? I'm in down in town. Yeah, I thought of you. To, we were driving out to StarCast. Mm. So we did the uh, no tolls option. Yeah. So, like, we took 76, we got off at, like, 302 to whatever, 30 or whatever. Yeah, 30, and we're yeah. driving, and I saw the exit for Downingtown. I was like, ah. Oh, no I was shit. like, what's that? <laughs> <laughs> next time, stop through, man. Kids, we want uh, to have you over. Yeah, well, I mean, if you were, we're, yeah, next we're time. We're on a time, uh, time limit there. Uh, you know, like, and then added, added, it added, like, an hour to the trip, but it was worth it because, like, we, we, when you type in the thing into Google, it tells you how how much tolls are. Yeah, it's seventy dollars one way and fucking tolls. So I was like, you know what? I'll take the extra hour. You know, yeah. and and in some ways it was the shortest distance too, but it was like no tolls, which is kind of weird. And you guys were in where? Where, where were you in Chicago? Yeah, right outside in uh, Schaumburg. Yeah, so you would come. Like, you would come down. Yeah, that makes sense. You would have come down through my area and then like almost through Maryland and up, like almost like a big U, right? We did the through lower Pennsylvania yep. and then we shot up. I forgot what the road was, but we ended up going uh, like horizontal up northwest through Penn State. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then we went all up to 80 and crossed on an 80, Shot down on what, like 71 or 77 and then met up at Route 30 and we took Route 30 all the way through Ohio and Indiana. Wow. Which was pretty cool. I didn't know because I'm used to Route 30 in Jersey. Yeah. Like where there's lights everywhere, you know, <laughs> traffic lights, you know, you're, you know, break like special, but you're on Route 30 through Ohio and Indiana and you're doing like 70 and it's like a, it's like a, like a highway. Yeah. You know, yeah, that was pretty cool, and uh, it was weird. Like uh, halfway through um, Ohio, there was like a sign for Lima. I was like, oh, I wish I could just pull over, but it was late anyway. Anything I QP was, yeah, you, know, you know, the QP would have been closed by then. You know, that's my favorite burger. You know, so yeah, that's what I was thinking about. I'm trying to, I'm trying to map out with if if I go to Survivor Series because also too we have a lot of wrestling stuff to talk about here two two major events that are on the radar today uh this the past yeah. week but um if I'm able to go to Survivor Series as media this year um representing Butts Carlton Media by the way Butts Carlton proprietor um <laughs> I hope I get into the media scrum because that's literally what I'm going to say hi Adam Bernard Butts Carlton Media like <laughs> imagine Heyman excuse me uh uh, no, it's, sir. <laughs> sir, sir, what exactly is a Butts Carlton? No. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, uh, David and I, my brother, David, he's going to come with me to help me out with some setup and cameras and stuff. Um, nice. But that's what I'm trying to figure out. It's like, so we have to leave if we're going to drive because there's no fucking way I'm um, flying. Like we talked about two weeks ago. Um, there's no way I'm flying through Thanksgiving, but I've been looking up different routes and I've been trying to find my way into Lima 
so I can stop at Cupies. But if we're if it's Thanksgiving Day, what we're driving, it might be closed. So we're trying to like figure it all but out. If you leave early enough, I don't know if you're leaving right after the show or the next morning. Um, uh, next morning after day after Thanksgiving, they might be open. Yeah. So if you hit, if you do that route I took where you take Route 30 through Ohio, there's signs right for for Lima, right and three o I think it's three o nine or something mm. like that. Takes you way through uh, downtown Lima, and then you can just hop back on and you know yeah. get on Route 30, take 30 through um, through Ohio, Indiana, and Ohio. Mm-hmm. So yeah. Now I guess since we kind of alluded to it, I, uh, I there's a very important wrestling question that I need to ask you here, Blue, uh, <laughs> at the top of the program. Big news yes. all over, everywhere. I've seen it on this Twitter. Year. Did you get a chance to meet Dennis Rodman at Starcast? I did not. Damn. Oh, God. Um, there's a lot of people. I wanted to see Jerry Lynn, and uh, he had a, a limited window, mm. you know, because I. So the, the pay per view was in Chicago, mm-hmm. but we were in Schaumburg, which was like, you would think it's local, but it's like an hour drive, you know, uh, one way. Yeah. So they had a shuttle bus bringing the AEW talent over, and he had a certain window to come over, and I totally missed him mm. on uh, Sunday. You know, so there's a lot of people I wanted to see and, you know, hang out with, but um, it was not in the cards, which sucks, but, you know. You no, know, I was in the exact same building as some of these people, and I couldn't meet him. But I heard Rodman was a little... Uh, Little busy. He had a he had a pretty good line. I saw some of the photos from the event. I was like, holy shit! I mean, I'm not surprised. Like, it's Dennis Rodman, you know. So, um, Yo, shout out to, to Conrad. Shout out yeah, to UPW Video Game for having having me there. Um, you know, the UPW uh, Ultra Pro Wrestling Video Game folks were kind enough to think I was worthy of representing the game at Starcase. Uh, shout out to Hal Haney, friend of the show. Um, we got to hang out him and his Mrs. Mrs. Haney and Mrs. Meany became quick friends and had a great time. Uh, it's, it's funny. It's like, you know, the one night we're like, we'll get in, we'll, uh, go to bed, wake up to the, the fucking, to the fucking, uh, day one tomorrow. And then we'll hang out and go to the bar and all stuff. And like after day one, we, we went back, we, we went to go, I went to go get something to eat with, uh, Casio kid, mm. and uh, I was like, "Yeah, we'll go back, and then you know, we'll we'll go to the room for a little bit, and then we'll go down to the bar." And we went back to the room, and it was just like, <laughs> you know, <laughs> and conked the fuck out, and yeah, then uh, I was like, and which really helped because the drive home was fucking brutal. Uh, you know, initially I said to Hal, I was like, "Hey, you know, uh, I might skip out on Sunday. I might just do Friday, Saturday, and leave early." Sunday, mm-hmm. which, but once I got down there, uh, I was like, you know what? They brought me out here. Let me just do the convention Sunday. And uh, we also had a friend, uh, my friend uh, Julian Bradley, uh, Senator Julian Bradley, uh, who used to wrestle as Chris Crude, uh, came to visit. And uh, he's like, hey, let's go have that lunch afterwards. So we did the, did the convention, packed up the car. Went to the burger joint next door and had had a really good lunch. 
So we didn't leave Chicago. We didn't leave Schaumburg till like 5 p.m., which, well, 4 p.m. their time, 5 p.m. here. Drove, I powered, I powered through it, drove all night, got home like 8 a.m. Wow. Took a little power nap and then, um, little power nap and then got up and did the things that I normally have to do every day. So, wow. And, but then I, I promptly got sick, yeah. uh, cause I was just so worn down. You know, I, I was driving. I made sure the air AC vent was blasting in my face. You know, <laughs> to keep me awake. Yeah. Um, yeah. I mean, it was totally the trip was totally worth it. Uh, and again, thank you to uh, Conrad. Thank you to the Starcast staff. Thank you to Ultra Pro Wrestling, and thank you to Hal Haney. Mm. I made a, they all made this possible this tri- this trip possible and uh, worth it. It looked like an amazing time. I'm uh, I'm jealous I didn't get to be there. I'm hoping next year I'll be able to make the trip to Sarcast. I've been meaning to go to this. Um, it looks yeah. like a lot of fun. So uh, I'm I'm planning out the next year. Um, but someone else, I guess, who may be planning out the next year or maybe to Chicago and Survivor Series. Who knows? We're gonna just rip the <laughs> band aid right off, Manny. Your sure. friend and mine, CM Punk, yeah. was fired with cause from hmm. AEW. Uh, last week, yeah. um, it's been all over the news. I mean, I'm sure you've heard it, uh, and they've repeated Tony Khan's statements, uh, you know, top to bottom over the past couple, you know, days, probably week now at this point. So um, you can mm-hmm. go find that somewhere else. But I want to get your thoughts on, I guess, first because we haven't really talked since All In happened. So I want to get your thoughts on yeah. the Jack Perry incident, and then get your thoughts on the CM Punk release. So we're we're starting out at uh, the Wembley event, right? Yeah, all in. <laughs> so I, I guess apparently there was a, a issue on Collision where uh, Jack Perry wanted to use a real bottle with real glass in an angle to further a storyline. I believe what was it with Hook? Maybe I believe it was with Hook, if I recall correctly. Someone in the chat group can fact check us, but I'm not sure. Yeah. So, um, and AEW staff was like, uh, I don't want you to use real glass. You know, there's no need for it, you know? And, uh, you know, the AEW staff asked Punk as, you know, a veteran, hey, can you talk to him? He's like, yeah, man. And Punk said to Jack Perry, hey, well, we don't do this on the show, you know? You know, essentially, you know, Collision was his show. You know, they, they made it, you know, because they wanted CM Punk on the network. So, you know, with everything else that was going on, you know, and he couldn't do the other shows, you know, just to kind of keep peace. But, uh, and then go flash forward to Wembley and Jack Perry, you know, uh, taps on the, um, the windshield of a limo. He drove in, you know, for those who didn't see, he arrived in a limo. Him and, uh, Hook had this, Semi street fight match, and uh, he tapped on the wind. He was about to put, or he did, or he was about to put a hook through the windshield. Tapped on it, and went and looked right in the camera and said, uh, "Look, real glass, Crimea River." I'm paraphrasing. You know, he definitely said, "You know, Crimea River," mm-hmm. which to me is a direct throwing down the punk card. No pun intended. At CM Punk, like. Uh, I'm going to do what I want to do anyway, and you can't tell me what to do kind of thing, which in and of itself is, 
you're basically calling a guy out on TV. But not only is it a bad idea from the standpoint, not only is it bad from the standpoint of you're making an issue worse to the casual fans watching the event who have, who don't read the dirt sheets, who don't follow the inside stuff. They just want to watch pro wrestling to watch pro wrestling. They're probably like, what the fuck's that all about? What, what's he talking about? Crime me a Why is he talking about real glass? Oh, I, you know, if you're a casual fan watching, you're like, you're confused. And yeah. that's the one thing you don't want to do to your audience. You don't want to confuse your audience as subtle as it was. So, um, they get back to the locker room and rightfully Punk says, do we have a problem? Because he referenced Punk directly into the camera. Now, if he had just done the spot and went on bone and not said, you know, real glass, none of this would have happened. Mm-hmm. See, the whole problem is <laughs> since Punk's been there, Punk came in with AEW, he got the loudest pop, he got the loudest reaction. You know, and, you know, I don't know if some people took that to heart. You know, I'm not there. I can't. I'm saying this as an outsider. Right. This is this is how I'm reading it as a uh, person with experience. But I'm I'm on the outside. So Punk came in with a lot of ballyhoo and pomp and circumstance, you know, and got over and then you know got one of the biggest reactions. And you know, uh, you know, there was this you know whisper campaign that you know he was you know getting. Colcabana fired, which I don't know if it's true, but it was out there. And, you know, I've, I've said that you know, I won't rehash the whole theory of the first brawl out. Mm-hmm. No, there's a whisper campaign that he's trying to get Colcabana fired. They did him no favors by having him go into the scrum right after his match. He's injured. He's high on adrenaline mm-hmm. and he's facing the room of the the folks who are spreading that news that he was trying to get you know Colcabana fired. With the first person in the in the in the in the front of the room is Nick Hausman. You know, not accusing Nick of doing anything imp- improper, but the fact that they have history, like it just it was a, like a yeah. comedy of errors. You know, yeah, they they they, they anything have punk go, go in his room, cool down, yeah. have his muffins, have his drink, and then come out and have a shower. And then come back out. And then he comes down and he's hot. He's not on adrenaline does amazing things, you know? So he's probably all juiced up on adrenaline. So they had the whole brawl out things where they barged into his dressing room, you know, where, you know, you know, the dog is where Ace Steel is, where Ace Steel's, you know, uh, girlfriend is, injured girlfriend at the time. So that issue happens. So Punk gets suspended, which conveniently he was injured, so he was going to be out anyway. Yeah. Comes back, uh, you know they they do the new show, and he you know this issue with Jack Perry happens. We don't want to we don't want to use real glass. There's no need to use real glass, right? You know, so he uh, I pay you know everything just happened. He comes back into the Gorilla position, Jack Perry come, and again, not doing CM Punk any favors. They have these two guys 
back-to-back matches. Jack Perry on the pre-show, the main event of the pre-show, and then Punk's the first match on the pay-per-view. You know their paths are going to cross. Right. Why schedule it like that? And then he does the Crimea River line, so you know he's coming through the gorilla. Yeah. So the things happened. Uh, Punk, you know, rightfully you said, hey, do we have a problem? And they have a, a tussle in the locker room. So, which I, I from all accounts I've heard and read, it, it lasted 30 seconds. Yeah. So, you know, they have an investigation with a, uh, what was it? A, uh, a discipline committee. That we've never heard of before. First time. Um, First time. Yeah. Uh, the newly uh, conceived uh, discipline committee. And, you know, Tony Khan goes on TV before, was it the pay-per-view? He goes on before Collision. He goes on before Collision. That Saturday night, the night before the, the second pay-per-view, announcing that CM Punk was fired with cause, which to me is language of we're expecting a lawsuit in this matter. Yes. So, um, you know, here's the thing. You know, uh, apparently there's security camera footage of what happened between Punk and Jack Perry, which I'm sure uh, on Punk's lawyers, I'm, I'm getting that. I'm sure there's text. I'm sure there's emails. And I'm sure the reason, the, look, I like Tony Khan. I love Tony Khan. I love AEW. I love everybody involved. You know, over the weekend, it was awesome to see Cole Cabana. You know, I got to spend some quality time with Cole Cabana. And that's why I put that that post out that, you know, a lot of the wrestling industry, myself included, owe Cole Cabana uh, a, a debt of gratitude. There's a reason why a lot of professors have podcasts now. Mm-hmm. Podcasts, podcasts were like a new thing when he started. It was mainly in the comedy world. And he was a comedy fan of comedy podcasts and brought it over to the world of professional wrestling. And through his podcast, he was, you know, he's, he's the reason why, you know, wrestling tees is a thing. And through pro wrestling tees, a lot of people made a lot of money mm-hmm. and that hence, you know, uh, probably funded the first all in pay-per-view when it was the Bucks and Cody. Yeah. All because. You know, Colt needed to get a T-shirt done in a in a, a timely manner for CM Punk to wear on Monday Night Raw or whatever. That yeah, that's CM Punk. I mean, yeah. that's Colt Cabana. So there's there might not be an AEW without Colt Cabana. So there's there's that debt of gratitude. I love Colt Cabana, mm-hmm. but uh, and then I told him, yeah, I, you know, without going into the, I was like, yeah, that that whole thing between you know fucking breaks my heart, you know. So, um, you know, I'm expecting, you know, probably a, a little bit of a retort. You know, I'm sure, you know, the saying he's fired with cause is probably going to, is alluding to that they're expecting Punk to lawyer up and come at him with a, with a lawsuit. Yeah. And, um, it's a shame. You know, uh, <sighs> You know, uh, I don't know Jack Perry. I, I've never met Jack. I, I can't say I've never met. I'm sure I've been in the room with him. I'm sure we might have shaken hands, but this all could have been avoided. 
Yeah. You know, this all could have been avoided if people would just could just be professionals, you know, and just uh, listen to the veterans, take advice, uh, and just go out there and work and just be a professional, you know. Um, you know, is punk, is punk known to have a temper? Sure. Is he known to be a little bit of a grumpy pants? Sure. Now, first time I met him was in Pittsburgh, and met him. Uh, walked in, walked into the locker room, and he was unpacking his bag. He he looked like he was he did not enjoy his flight into the into the Pittsburgh area from Chicago, and like he was miserable, miserable in a way that kind of popped me. I was like, "This is great." <laughs> you know? But I, I, I like punk. Yeah, you know, I love punk. I love Cabana. I love Ace. When I ran my first show, they you know used them on my shows, on the three PW shows. So the, the fact that this whole thing has happened is very fucking unfortunate. You know, uh, you know, shit. I've had my issues. Mm-hmm. Uh, I've been in locker rooms where people have had issues. We've all seen the Bret Hart, Shawn Michaels saga, and they were able to get along together, stuff like that. You know. You know, Sean did his, you know, his comments, you know, directed at Brett and Brett, you know, uh, approached him in the locker room and they, you know, ripped his hair out. And, but hey, somehow they magically were still able to go in the ring and have matches and do an angle. You know, Brett got screwed in the end ultimately, but right. they were able to go into a ring and do business, which this is is a business. And yes, there's a lot of things you can't do anymore that you used to be able to do. You can't like grip somebody up in a locker room anymore. Right. So, not that you should, but like it's looked down on now. Yeah, it's not a yeah, not, yeah it's on in fashion. Yeah, there's, right. there's a you know, there's a HR and all that stuff now. You can't do that shit. But you can have words, yeah. you know, and stuff like that or it's just all unfortunate, you know, and we'll see where it goes. Um, I'm blanking on the name, but a dude from uh, Sports Illustrated. Uh, Is it Justin, Justin Barrasso? Justin Barrasso, yeah. Uh, has alluded to that there's going to be big news coming out of the punk camp. I, I have to look up the direct quote, but somebody said that he's said there's going to be a huge a huge to do coming out of the punk camp soon. We'll see what that is. I'm sure it's going to be a lawsuit, but um, I'm interested to see where the uh, legalities of his termination are, because if he's free and cleared to go wherever survivor series is Chicago, dude, I know uh, that that show opens with cold. If I'm triple H that show opens with, Cult of personality. Yes. Punk comes to the ring. He goes, Hey, uh, Chicago, sorry I'm a little late. I was in the, the back doing uh, deep deep knee lunges. You know, <laughs> there's, there's, the, there's a rumor that he lunged at Tony Khan. I don't know if it's true or not. That's what I've heard too, yeah. But, it- but then I posted a photo of him. Uh, there's a photo from Wembley, or, or no, um, yeah, from Wembley, where you know, mo, you know, well after the issue with Jack Perry, and it's Punk, it's Punk, 
uh, Smojo, the referee, and one other person. They're all smiles. Yeah. You know, he didn't look like a guy who was very angry or very upset. You know, so who knows? Eventually, hopefully, the, 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 the true story comes out. I don't know. Uh, who knows? You know, yeah. all we are are spectators in the world, you know. But I can just speak from a guy who's been in the locker room. I've been around people who've had their issues. Uh, I've been around incidents where shoots happened. I've been involved in the shoot. And, you know, um, at the end of the day, we're all still able to just do business. Luckily, my issue was resolved and I became friends with JBL, you know, because we, you know, we let, as time went by, we got, went to our room and aired it all out. Mm-hmm. And we're friends to this day. So, and then there's also the rumor that, you know, there's a, a, a sit down meeting scheduled between Punk and the Elite. Yeah, I saw that. He flew from Chicago to Atlanta, lands in Atlanta, finds out that the meeting's canceled. So he flew to Atlanta for no reason, uh, gets to London. Uh, his, his travel, he was told, hey, so-and-so is picking you up. Here's the number. Gets there. So-and-so's not there. Messages the number. The number bounces back. You know, Punk's a, a big boy. He, you know, he, he took the tube. Yeah. As, you know, yeah, that, that's what we did back in the day. We, we, we got ourselves to the building, but, you know, AEW said they were going to get him there. The guy wasn't there. So you figured, okay, the guy, you know, I'm having issues with this, this guy. You know, the, they, they schedule a meeting, they cancel the meeting, they give me, they promise me trans from the airport to the hotel. That backfires. I get to the building. Guy calls me out basically on the camera saying, this is real glass, cry me a river. So it's, it's just like a whole bunch of poking the fucking bear and then being, being, being surprised when the bear acts like a bear. I didn't think the bear was going to eat my face as the person that's poking the bear with a stick, you know, like yeah. I, yeah. I'm at, I mean, again, like that entire timeline, imagine all of those things happening in succession. Like, I don't know how long the time frame was, but like. Even if it's 48 hours, right? All those things happening at one time. And then, you know, again, like it's, this is just me speaking from a point of like, you know, a point of view, like maybe punk would have, right? Because I don't have a dog in the fight and I don't know Jack Perry. Like I've never met him. I'm just a guy who watches, right? But you're sitting in the back after all the shit that just happened inside of London. And all of a sudden you got some kid on TV going, cry me a river, real glass. I mean, I'd be pretty pissed too. Like, I'm not going to lie. I'd be pretty fucking pissed about that. I'd be really upset. But there's a lot of, there's just like, there's so many variables in this, right? And like, I know we talked about this, you know, last year, it feels like around the same time with the, with the brawl out, right? Like <laughs> yeah. it, it's, I don't think there's any winners here. I don't think anybody here does. I don't think anybody here doesn't have blood on their hands in this situation, right? Like everybody right. did something wrong here, right? Right. But I think you can objectively look at it, like you said, you know, like you can only poke the bear so many times before the bear is going to attack you. And, you know, and and it could be verbally, it could be physically, whatever it is. But like, I don't know. To your point, too, about the league. I'm sorry, I cut you off. Go ahead. No, 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 no. Go, please. please. When I think about it from a from, you know, because like, you know, I, I have a shoot job. I work in corporate. 
And from an HR perspective, when any situation like that happens and someone's terminated from their job, whether with a contract or without, if they say words and phrases like, like with cause, and he, you know, I noticed I picked up on a couple, and a couple of people have said this, like Brian Lass and a couple of other folks that I've, I've tuned into that have, that have said this. Um, okay. He keeps repeating the phrase, I was afraid for my life. And I've never been afraid for my life and just cause and all these things, right? And I'm not, I'm not making any, you know, judgment about what Tony was in because, right. you know, I don't know. I wasn't there. I don't know what happened. But Tony's not in life. Right. Yeah. He's, and I'm not either. Like, I've never, I've never been at Gorilla for a wrestling show. I, I don't, I wouldn't know what to do in a situation like that. Um, but I, it, there's a reason why he's repeating those things in public. And I think it's because, and speculation, of course, but I think there's a lawsuit coming. There's, there's, I, I would be, would be shocked to find out that that punk isn't going to sue AEW for this, um, and go yeah. through the, the discovery processes and all the stuff that happened with the brawl out. Like I'm sure everything that happened is going to come out in the discovery phase, discovery phase of that lawsuit, and there's going to be even more layers to this. But, Supposedly, there's, there's Wembley uh, security cam footage of the whole incident. Yeah, like closed, like closed circuit photo or closed circuit um, video. But in the in British law, if you want to get this footage, you can get it and release it. Like there's no law against it, like there is here in America. But um, it's just such a mess, man. It's a shame too because I feel like there was there was such an opportunity to do something great here with Punk and the Elite, and for a multitude of reasons. Which I mean, a, a Based on all accounts, every available metric right now that we have, it, it didn't seem like it was a punk thing. Um, there was an. Well, here's the thing. Well, here's the thing. Punk's gone, right. right? So, who's going to be the bad guy next? Right. That's what I'm. That's what I mean. Like, how many times? Like, who's going to be the villain now? Right. Who's going to be the person that you guys can scapegoat for whatever it is or whatever it is you need to do? Right. And it's like. They had such an opportunity here, and I feel like it was just a fumble. And it's frustrating because I want, you know, we talked about this before at Nauseam. Like, we want AEW to succeed. Like, competition is great. Competition is fantastic in the wrestling world. And it's it's disappointing. It's disappointing to see that, that, that it kind of that it fell apart this way. But I can't remember if it was Brian Solomon or if it was somebody else on Twitter who said, because I'm never calling it X, guys. I'm, I'm just letting you know right now. It's never going to be X. It's going to be always going to be Twitter. Um, they said, if they're Hunter, I'm dialing the phone so fast, that fucking cell phone's going to catch on fire. Yeah. Because at the end of the day, they've asked Finn Balor. I sent you a tweet earlier about what Finn Balor said. Yep. You know, there's yep. there's history there with Seth Rollins. Apparently, according to a bunch of the, the media sites, um, there was conversation about bringing CM Punk back this year at WrestleMania to fight Kevin Owens. I think prof at the end of the day, like you mentioned, professionals will work with professionals regardless of the circumstances. If it makes yeah. money, they're going to do it. And Bret Hart and Shawn Michaels are a classic example of that. You know, they yeah. hated each other's fucking guts, but they knew that they could make money. So, okay, we don't have to like each other, but let's make money. Um, That's all it is. You only have to, like, dude, the Rolling Stones. Yeah. They've been torn since the '60s, yet somehow, you know, uh, Mick and Keith don't see each other till they reach the stage and and play. Yeah, and and that's how they get together. You don't have to be with the per the person you're about to work with all day, every day, mm -mm. It's an hour, two hours a day. 
at the most. And you get paid to do it. And imagine yeah. the fucking storyline you could tell, the story you and you could weave that in with pipe bomb stuff. I mean, it, like it, it literally wrote. I would watch that. I would watch yeah. that because it's it's interesting, it's fascinating, and now it'll you know again that that will be undone. But I I I would and again too. This kind of goes into the second part of the big news that we we heard um, this week. Was, uh, real real, real, real yeah. quick before before you go into that. Personally, you want to hear the kicker for me? Yeah, of course. When the first brawl out media scrum happened, the initial one that kicked it all off, I was in London for the Taylor Hawkins tribute concert. Yes. Yes. And Twitter's going, Twitter's going ape shit. Oh, man, that, that media scrum. I'm like, what the fuck? I'm a year to the fucking date. The second punk issue happened in Wembley. So to me, it's like, it's a, for me, it's kind of odd that like, you know, I'm not saying it, you know, whatever. Oh, yeah. But it's weird that the first one happened when I was in London to go to Wembley. And the second one happened in Wembley. <laughs> <laughs> for me, it, it, it just kind of tickled me. I was like, holy shit, you know. You know? It's, um, no, I mean, but, it's, it's, it's. It's such a shame, man, and and I think that like especially now the other the news that's happening is that that the WWE UFC merger is supposed to be closing. You're listening to this on the 11th tomorrow. Yeah. This is supposed to be the trade and the close of the and the merger and acquisition of this WWE. Is news following, but yeah. Oh yeah, so yeah, so apparently according to I think it was Sports Illustrated and a couple of other um, outlets are reporting okay. that it's supposed to close on on September 12th. Um, okay. Punk still has great relationships with Endeavor and UFC. Like that door is open for him. Yeah. And I think that if they're going to try to make a splash and they're going to try to show something big, if he's it, I would be interested. Like you said, I would be interested to see his contract to see exactly what that means. If he was fired for cause, if he was terminated without any terms or anything else for cause, I would imagine that would void any kind of, non-compete clause or something in that con again i'm not an attorney but i would imagine right. there's something right. there's something if you're fired for cause i i feel like a lot this of that is something stuff is at the window. Like, uh, for the uh cornet podcast because steven p knew on the line i was know, just, just gonna say that i'd love to talk to somebody with contract law actually shout out to matt bradley from cohen and maricini in philadelphia he's a uh, he's yeah. he's uh, a guy that helps me out at work big wrestling fan as well um, I should have probably asked him and he, he may know the answer to that, but, um, yeah, he's, uh, but again, it's like, again, you, you don't know. Um, but I, I feel, are you nervous about the TKO merger coming up? Like as far as from, you know, maybe not just from a content perspective, because I feel like we're about to hit a whole new window and a whole new like stratosphere for this stuff. But I always yeah. get concerned from a corporate perspective with people who work inside of these industries. Like, do you think there's going to be any issues like that? Do you think it's going to be a smooth blend? Like, what do you, what do you foresee happening? I, I, I think it should be okay. Uh, I mean, they're keeping the right people on board. Triple H should still be on board. And to some extent, I think Vince is still on board. Mm -hmm. um, but yeah, you brought up the, uh, you know, Punk's relationship with uh, UFC. He saw a good relationship with those folks. And if you go back and watch Starkist, they did that. The second Starkist they did from Chicago, they had the uh, CM Punk panel. And when uh, Mike Johnson brought up the fact that, you know, wrestlers get time off now, 
punk the look on punk's face of, of shock was like really yeah. <laughs> this is the whole that was the whole thing he wanted time off so um again if people are, you know i don't know what his relationship with triple h is but i mean it's all about business you know he he can get to work with some some guys that you know I'm not sure if he's worked with, but there's so many dream matches there. You know, Finn Balor, Kevin Owens, Sami Zayn, you know, and uh, I think they could probably do some good, great business. And as a, you know, the wrestling fan of me would love to see it, you know? So we, we shall see. Like, that's the, that's the interesting part. It, you know, termination would cause does that make him available to go anywhere he wants right now? Who knows? It would depend on the contract, I would imagine. But um, yeah, I uh, and if I'm CM Punk, I'm going to Chicago and showing how much of a noble employee I am. Because if I'm about to sue the company I just left, and I go to WWE, and there's no issues, you know, there you go. And again, too, like I, I, everybody's been saying it, and I want to see it because Heyman's involved. Of course. Right? Imagine the promo battle with the tribal chief and the best in the world. Like that is you're you're printing money. Like here, take every cent dollar out of my wallet. Yeah. Take my wallet. Just take it because I, I don't need it anymore. Yeah, here. Yeah. Um, I can get a new one. Yeah, I'll buy another one. It's fine. After when I make extra money after spending all my money here. No, I mean it's it's it would be it would be crazy not to do that, but. I guess we'll have to, you know, we'll we'll wait it out and see what happens. Again, there's going to be a lot of legal stuff that comes through with this, and and you know, maybe potentially winning games. I would imagine yeah. if there is a non-compete clause, they probably aim closer to the Royal Rumble. Um, I also think if the if the plan would be to to eventually, which is what it seems like is happening now with the Jey Uso stuff, is that they're going to um, Cody Roman two, you know, the Rocky two story in Philadelphia. Um, yeah. I would have, I would love to see a Punk Cody feud after he wins the belt. That would be yeah. mad. I mean, that you're again, like like you said, there are so many new opportunities. Even if it's a two year deal, right? Like if it's a, if it's a small, de- there's so much you can pack into those two years. Granted that he doesn't get hurt, but like if you're doing it right, yeah, there's a lot of story and a lot of ground to tell. And I think I think that striking while the iron's hot is is the way to go. Um, oh, yeah. But meaning, I do. Speaking of striking while the iron is hot and i haven't farted loud enough for you to hear me yet today meaning i do (laughs) i listened back to that and i laughed so hard (laughs) Uh, i do have a question for you sir meaning what attention sir and fantasy football fanatics as the draft season approaches don't neglect the most important draft pick of all your game balls We all know how injuries can ruin a season, so let Manscaped take care of that Reggie Bush of yours with their skin-safe technology. They should guarantee you have a smooth ride into the playoffs. The leader... The leaders, rather, in the -the below-the-waist grooming have created a championship lineup with a performance package 4.0, and it's time for you to do the same. Join the 9 million men worldwide who trust Manscaped and get ready for kickoff by going to manscaped.com right now for 20% off plus free shipping with the promo code MINDMEANY. And MEANY, I understand that uh, being in wrestling sometimes, you take a shot below the belt there. Uh, uh, or, and even too, while you're trimming, sometimes you can hurt uh, Little John on the East Side, boys. How has Manscaped helped your confidence 
down there while shaving. Well, I love the Performance Package 4.0 and the lawnmower trimmer, 4.0, the 4.0 trimmer. But I'm a big fan of the Weed Whacker because, you know, it's a fantasy football season which leads to real football. And when I go to go uh, tailgate at an Eagles game, I want to make sure my nose and ear hairs are nice and trimmed because I don't want to look like I'm holding a pair of pom-poms like I'm a cheerleader or something. Though. So, but Man- Manscaped got me looking great this football season. They got us both cleaned up, and you also want to make sure that your other tailgate looks good by using their Performance Package 4.0 because inside of there, you'll find the Lawnmower 4.0 trimmer, the Weed Whacker ear and nose hair trimmer, the Crop Preserver ball deodorant, Crop Reviver toner, Performance Boxer Briefs, meaning, and a travel bag to carry all that stuff with you. Slot. It's amazing, right? Slotted at quarterback. We have the lawnmower 4.0 trimmer. The spaceship is here to guide you on a journey to trim your balls, your body, and even your A-gap. This fourth-generation trimmer also features a cutting-edge ceramic blade to reduce grooming accidents thanks to their advanced skin-safe technology with their 7,000 RPM motor and multifunction on-and-off switch that you can engage in a travel lock because, God forbid, you put that thing in your bag. Vibrating stuff going on. TSA is going to have a lot of questions for you. And also, meaning it's even waterproof. Uh, performance package. Yeah, that's what I'm saying, man. It's amazing. The performance package 4.0 also includes the weed whacker, the ultimate flex. Watch it run through ear and nose hairs. Like Jalen Carter runs to your favorite quarterback. The weed whacker is also waterproof and uses a 9,000 RPM motor powered 360 degree rotary dual blade system. The nose and ear hair trimmer provides proprietary skin-safe technology, which helps reduce nicks, snags, and tugs in all those sensitive holes. And don't forget, at the end of everything, once everything is all cleaned up, you can use the Crop Preserver Ball Deodorant and their Crop Reviver to help your little bench warmers be on their A-game while feeling the sun's heat. They also threw in, like we said, uh, the boxers and the shed travel bag. So, Meanie, guess what, sir? Who was that, man? Who is the commissioner now? Definitely not. It's definitely not the other guy. It's Manscaped right now. So go to Manscaped right now. Manscaped.com and get 20% off plus free shipping by using the promo code MINDMEANY. That's right, 20% off plus free shipping with the promo code MINDMEANY at Manscaped.com. It's time to put the PP back in PPR and get a grip on your pigskin this season with Manscaped. And as always, we thank them for sponsoring the program. Go birds and go balls. Yes. Are you ready to ask me? I would love to. Ask me something. Yeah, because I can't remember what regular air smells like. Don't forget to tweet us your questions using the hashtag Ask Meanie, and you may hear them asked on the show, sir. I think uh, Little Jimmy has one there in the uh, chat room. I was there. just going to start here. Little Jimmy Sorensen Worldwide, a- a.k.a. hashtag Sorensen Level, wants to know yes. uh, any brand of beer. So as a note, uh, uh, Little Jimmy will be on this side of the country in New Jersey uh, this weekend. Any brand of beer, uh, I need to pick up your recommendations. Um, if you're going through Philly, I would pick up... Uh Yingling's a good brand, but also there's a brand made literally right here in South Philly called Yards. Yes. Which is really good. Yeah, Yards, is, uh, their brewery is like two miles from my house. It's Fifth and Spring Garden. It's amazing. Okay. Yep. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. 
Yeah, cause. But yeah, yeah cause. Uh, if you want to get a good local beer, get a Yards. That's a that's a good Philly beer. Yingling's all right. I just I used to drink Yingling all the time, but yeah. I don't know what it was. I just got tired of it. I don't know. If you stop anywhere and get uh, yards, I don't know. I, if you're in town, if you're in Philly, the the it should be open this weekend. Let me. I'm checking the hours right now. The brewery should be open. Uh, Saturday opens at 11:30 a.m. So I think you can get some stuff there. Yards Brawler is my favorite yeah. uh, selection from from that that brewery it's just fantastic um they also have a really cool it's a different type of beer it's called poor richard's spruce ale and they actually use spruce flavoring inside the beer like they use actual spruce it's it sounds crazy and you're like this probably isn't gonna be good and then you drink it you're like wow this is really fucking good um so you can get a nice sampler from yards while you're over there but uh have a brawler yeah, for me just, sir sampler's the best route yeah yeah um, good stuff over there. That that would be, I, and and I'm glad you said that because I feel like that's always my beer of choice if I'm gonna drink, which is very infrequently now these days. It's a it's a yards, any kind of yards. Um, let's see where are we at here. So we talked about punk already. Rocky retired. Wants to know, hey, Meanie, ECW had financial problems and some people did get paid. Uh, you don't. Say. Yeah, you don't say. Rumor had a Tommy Dreamer lost big dollars. Uh, did you not get paid at any time? Uh, my pay was all right. Uh, you know, when I was first there, I wasn't getting that much anyway because I was new to the company. And by the time I left, I got a little bit of a bump in pay. And then when I went back, I got paid. My my checks cleared. Um, so I I don't know. Well, I mean, then again, I'm sure Tommy was getting paid way more than I was. So and, and there, I always saw the story like. Uh, yeah, there was a crew of guys like the the Jersey New York contingent that would uh, load up in a car and drive to the the bank. There, you know the you know, the for the check for the the bank that the checks were being drawn from, and go right to the bank and say you know cash them right then and there. Like wow, Monday morning, you know, yeah, after they get the checks. So and those seem to clear. So. But like I said, uh, I'm pretty sure you know Tommy was a little bit paid, paid a decent amount more than I was. So you know, if I whatever I was getting at the time cleared, probably cleared first because it wasn't that I wasn't taking out as many funds. So you know, but then again, you know what? Hey, even if it did owe me money, dude gave me a career. Uh, so you know, the things I learned in ECW, because I was only a bit, you know, I could see a veteran having a problem because they've been around the block, but I was just a young kid. Mm-hmm. You know, looking for, you know, looking for exposure, kid. And, uh, boy, the, the knowledge I got in that locker room from him and everybody around me was invaluable. And then, but also when I went back after my WWE run, I, I was still getting paid by WWE for a good bit there until my contract ran out. Mm-hmm. So I was kind of double dipping. Nothing wrong with that. I forgot, yeah. dude. Do you got your seltzer today? No. Right. I had no. a. Uh, my, my, I've been so disgusted today. Was between the heat and this cold, and I'm just. Ugh. I'm about to go take my second shower and go to bed. I love it, man. I have one of these uh, Aldi cheap shit Johns, uh, the pink grapefruit. So I'll crack it for both of us. Three, two, one. There she is. Oh, that was a good one. That was a good one this time. Pinky's up here. Yeah, 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 yeah. 
I head to Pittsburgh in uh, October, October 14th and 15th. We'll be out there. So I'm going to try to get some cheap shit from the vending machine. Give us a little throwback to the Pittsburgh days. I forgot to mention, you know, I'm going to bed early tonight tomorrow because tomorrow we're heading to uh, New England for the Eagles season opener versus the Patriots in Foxborough. Hmm. I was able to uh, score some tickets through uh, a good friend, a great friend, actually. And uh, now we're going to uh, drive up tomorrow, uh, hang out, have a little bit of dinner. And then uh, wake up the next day and go uh, do a little bit of tail tailgating, Love and then uh, hopefully, hopefully we're celebrating a, an Eagles victory on the way home. Yep, yep. Fuck them Patriots, but not as much as the Cowboys, as we remember. <sighs> Dude, fuck the Cowboys forever and ever. Uh, yeah. I'm, the fact that they the the, the Cowboys traded for Trey Lance. Is uh, this does my heart good? Um, <laughs> as if Dak Prescott didn't need any more pressure. <laughs> Dak Prescott is what he's what he is. He's yeah. been there eight years. He ain't going to get any better. If he was going to get any better, he would have gotten better year two, year three. I was going to say he probably is, earlier in the contract, I'm sure he would have gotten better at this point. But. All that Prescott is good for is fantasy points because yeah. he racks up points in garbage time with garbage time touchdowns. Yeah. You know, and <laughs> can't play with a shit, dude. He sucks. He so fucking this year, sucks. This year, not only does Jerry Jones trade for Trey Lance, who is probably going to be. Dak's replacement. Yeah. But then Jerry Jones comes out and says that he was looking to draft Jalen Hurts three years ago. Oof. So not only Fuck. your owner, the owner of your team, <laughs> says, oh, yeah, I was going to, you know, a couple of years ago, I was going to draft the, the guy who's the best quarterback in the NFC or in, in football. I'll, I'll say that NFC. But I mean, he's, I mean, you could make a case that he's the best in football, but that, you know. Yeah. But your owner comes out and says he wanted him when he was available in the draft. Not only was he available then, but he goes and gets one of the top prospects from a couple of years ago for a fourth round pick to uh, breathe down your neck. So uh, hopefully, that, yeah, the, the Eagles are like one of the least. Teams that teams that has the least amount of drama, yeah, in the, in the NFC East, you know. So I, I, I'm I'm hoping the Eagles do good. I, I'm I'm comfortable in saying that I think they'll do good. I think so. Yeah. Mark and Dryden wants to know. We touched on this a little bit, but the Endeavor measure the Endeavor. Yeah, blah, 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 blah. my first day with my new mouth. Mark and yeah, Dryden go. wants to know the Endeavor yeah. merger. Why is that so hard to say? Should be done on September 12th. What changes right. uh, do you think will happen uh, specifically on TV? I don't know, man. I so I don't know those people. They're not Endeavor's not really a wrestling company. WWE's a wrestling company. I, I think that's why they're keeping everybody on board. Mm -hmm. well, here's the thing, you know. Uh, I forget what the exact thing was, but when Cody was coming in back to WWE and Vince flew down, Vince, uh, I forgot who else flew down to meet with Cody. Burt Pritchard. Yeah. And 
he said something about, he's like, I'm not covering up my neck tattoo. He's like, we're not hiring you back because you're, the, we're, we're not going to try to ask you to do it because it's not broke. Right. It's yeah, what we're buying. Not, yeah. This is what we're buying. And we're not buying it because it's, it's broke, you know, it's broke. And I think the same thing with Endeavor, you know, I think they're going to leave things as they are. Mm-hmm. Why change something that's making money? Why tinker with it? Now, again, I, again, I don't know anybody from the, that world of Endeavor, but why change something if it's not broken? Mm-hmm. And I think things will be the same. That's why, hence why they're going to keep the uh, behind the scenes people who are on board on board. Yeah. I don't think they're going to change much. I hope. I, uh, yeah. again, it's like you said, it's, it's the product seems to be better than it's ever been, at least yeah. in the past, you know, I don't know, 20 years. It's yeah. been as good, if not better. Um, yeah. So I, I wouldn't be surprised to see them keep it the same, but, you know, who knows? The only people complaining about WWE are the same people who've been hating on WWE for the last 30 years and their opinion will never change because then they'll have to admit they're wrong. Yeah, they're never gonna, they're never gonna say that they like it. I'm not saying WWE WWE has always been great. I'm sure there's been times when it sucked, but business is doing good now, Mm -hmm. you know? But some people aren't allowed to admit that because their whole agenda is to hate WWE. Yeah. That's what they're Or find reasons to, you know, to shame them. Yeah. You know? RJ Krasinski wants to know, yo, what's up, RJ? What's going on, man? Love the questions every week, brother. Uh, oh, it's a good one, non-wrestling related. What is a movie or a TV series you can watch over and over again and not get sick of? Well, for me, um, and then, yeah, this is the yeah, me, me and Miss Meanie are big fans of the movie What We Do in the Shadows. Mm-hmm. To the point where we've seen it enough that we put it on to go to bed too, because. We know I need sound when I go to sleep, mm-hmm. and uh, we put that on just because we know there's nothing. We don't have to worry about paying attention to the storyline. We don't have to worry about missing plot points. It's something we know, something that we put on, and something you know just conk out to. And then you know, by the time we fall asleep, it's over and yeah, whatever. But uh, movie, what we do in the shadows. Me personally, uh, also Anchorman. I can watch that all day, every day. Uh, TV shows. There's shows I could watch every day, but they're. Well, uh, we've been watching the show while we do in the shadows. Uh, Reservation Dogs is good too. But something like classic that I could probably watch all the time for me probably be like something like Sopranos, which. Mm-hmm. I don't watch every day, but like every like once a year, I'll binge it. Yeah, just binge it, you know. And that's where we are now. It's like you binge the classics. I need to watch The Wire again. Yeah, I really enjoy, I really enjoyed that. There's some shows I need to watch that like I haven't watched, but social media ruined because they gave out all the plot points for. Mm-hmm. So uh, there's some things I need to wait till I forget about, and you go, oh, let me watch that show. Like, I don't need to see Sons of Anarchy. Yeah. I don't need to see Boardwalk Empire because everybody's fucking told me about it. You know. And, ru- and fucking ruined it. 
But I don't even know if I would. I don't even know if I would recommend Sons of Anarchy. Like looking back on it, ten years, really? like nine years removed now uh, from the, the season yeah. or the series finale. Um, I was a big fan of the show up through like season three. I think it was season three got real weird because like Henry Rollins and Adam Market are in season two. So I love Henry Rollins. I think he's great in anything he does. Yeah. Um, but then like season three got weird, and then season four hit, and it started to peak back up. But then like, you know. The issue I had with the show was like, or com- compared to Breaking Bad or The Wire, right? Or even The Sopranos, yeah. right? The level of violence and gore that's in those shows is reflective of the plot points. It's not overly done, and if it is more grotesque, it's proving a point, right? Like, have you seen Breaking Bad? You've watched that, I would, I would assume. Oh, yeah. yeah. So the scene where Gus cuts that guy's throat in the meth lab, and he's, like, killing him in front of, like... There's that's really graphic and really intense, and I typically don't watch that part, but I understand why they're doing that for a reason because it's driving the plot, right? Yeah, and it's very intense. It's an intense part. You need to out out one word is spoken in that whole scene, and you're just like, "Holy fuck, this can't! I can't believe this happened!" Right? And you're like, "You're you're shook by it, right?" Like I'm uncomfortable thinking about it right now, and that's the point. In Sons of Anarchy, it, for me, it got to the point where the gore level and the violence was just over the top for being over the top. And it was like, okay, someone's cutting their tongue off or someone's face is on fire. And you're just like, the fuck is the point here? Like, why does this have to be so graphic? I don't know. It's just like – and I'm not, I'm not weird about that kind of stuff. But it's like even right. for me, you get to point like, Jesus Christ, this is too much, you know? Um, yeah. And it, it you know, it, it got – it drug on a little bit at the end. But um, – I guess for me, I'm a big community fan, which is where this sound clip came from. I can't remember what regular air smells like. I could watch that show back and forth, up and down, as many times as possible and never get sick of it. Um, yeah. New Girl, I'm a big fan of as well. That's a fucking hilarious show. If you've never seen it, it is hysterical. Uh, Mrs. Goober and I, we, we binged that through uh, the initial stages of the pandemic. And... There are very few things that make me belly laugh, like like media, movies and stuff, right? Yeah. And New Girl made me belly laugh, like just wheezing with laughter. So, um, and then movies, oh God, Step Brothers is a classic. I could watch that movie all the time. And uh, I know I've mentioned it on the show here before, but Fallen, which is a movie with Denzel Washington and John Goodman. That is, I think that was shot in Philly. It was, yeah. The whole movie was shot. I actually know somebody that's in that movie. The there's the blonde, the blonde kid, um, who gets possessed by Azazel. His name is Tony Donnelly. Him and I went to high school together. Um, nice. Yeah. So he's also in the Sixth Sense. He's the kid that's in the the '70s outfit that has the back of his head blown off. Um, that's- so yeah, Fallen's a great flick. But yeah, I mean, there's there's a handful of flicks I uh, and shows I could enjoy. But I am overdue for Breaking Bad. Uh, Nate Smythe. Sheridan yes. Ford Sales, part of the Pod Squad's got two questions for us here, Meanie. Uh, can Meanie could Meanie tell the difference between Babe Ruth's liver and Mickey Mantle's liver, or would he be duped like the Draconian Prince at his coronation dinner? I would be duped. <laughs> Put speaking on your party hats. Yeah, speaking of uh, Babe Ruth, I was listening to uh, WIP the other day and. Kyle Schwarber came up. Mm. Somebody, was like, somebody was saying, have you ever seen Kyle Schwarber run for a, a pop fly? He looks like Babe Ruth running to first base. <laughs> and that's just been stuck in my head for 
for the rest of my life. I have to so, watch it. I'll have to, I'll have to think about it next time I, I see him. A little uh, inside baseball. I have the Phillies game on next to me. So. <laughs> I, just, uh, I saw Kyle Schwarber running, and it reminded me to bring that point up. That he looks like ba- like Babe Ruth running up the first plate base. <laughs> uh, Nate Smythe, Sheridan Ford Sales, also wants to know, hey, what Michael McDonald song would you use for your entrance music? Ooh. Yeah. Yeah, I'm gonna be there. <laughs> oh, you know, be there. Yeah, I'm gonna be there. I'm gonna be there. I like a 40 year old virgin. They're like, if I hear Yamo be there one more time, I'm gonna Yamo burn the store down. Yamo be there. Think would would yours be Yama be there? Yeah, it's a little dramatic. That work. I, I could see it working though. Could you? I think the question is, could you meanie dance to it though? Is that possible? I don't know. Uh, I don't want to play it here because we'll get we'll get zucked, and I don't want to do that. But how many? How many? How many? Um, you know, Michael McDonald songs, songs can I? That's true. So. You know, I mean, you, you I mean, oh, not- maybe, maybe, maybe Sweet Freedom from the Running Scared soundtrack. There you go. I think I could, yeah. I, think, I think it could mini dance to any Michael McDonald song. I think it can be done. I can make it work. I think it could happen. I, I had to do the fucking mini dance to Born in the USA one time and it sucked. Whoa, why? I was, oh my God, this is why it turned me off to fucking wanting to do Wendy's for a while. Is I started doing an indie show, uh, working for this indie promotion. And I did because, A, they were local. I knew Fred people involved. And I was in a really cool tag team with uh, Mike Keener, who was uh, wrestling as Kid USA. And mm. I was like, and they wanted us to use fucking Born in the USA for ring music. I was like, man, that sucks. Yeah. How, how about Living in America by James Brown? Can we do that? Yeah, dude. That that's a little bit, uh, you know, a little bit more of an upbeat, you know. It's, I, born in the USA is about the Vietnam War and veterans coming home and being shit. All, like what? Yeah, living uh, living in America is like James Brown, the guy who's known for dancing. Yeah, you know. And uh, they're like, oh no, uh, we rather have you. I was like, oh, this sucks. And eventually, I just stopped taking the bookings. I was yeah. like, as much as I love Mike Keener and tagging with him and. Stuff like that. I was just like, you know, the, I'm not having fun anymore. Yeah. It's just, and then, you know, that whole other bunch of bullshit. Mm-mm. You know, uh, hey, brother, uh, hey, brother, can I get there? Hey, brother, brother, can I get the brother rate, brother, brother? Brother, brother. <laughs> no, uh, you can't. No, you're, you're already getting the fucking buddy rate because you don't have to fly me in. There's no hotel. You're right over the bridge in Jersey. Mm-hmm. How much more of a fucking break do you need? Yeah, to quote, to quote Fat Joe, yesterday's price is not today's price, sir. Um, yeah. I would say if I'm going to pick a Michael McDonald song, um, just because I think it would be hilarious, um, Ain't No Mountain High Enough. <laughs> ain't no mountain high, ain't no valley low, ain't no river wide enough, baby. He covered that song. It's great. It's fucking fantastic. Uh, yeah. If you okay. need me, call me, no matter where you are. I don't know if I've ever seen his lips move. Don't worry, baby. Yeah, yeah. He, they really don't. I, I don't even know if I can say that. Don't worry, baby. Yeah. 
fact that the Doobie Brothers were like a biker band. <laughs> this is insane, right? They're a fucking biker band. They're a biker band. I'm like fucking Michael McDonald joined. And <laughs> fucking hair and shit. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh, oh, my damn. God. Oh, it's so good. I, I, don't, I can't think of a better question to end it with right there than, than Michael McDonald. Because yeah. I could fucking, I could do Michael McDonald impressions all night. Um, also, it's the pop Nate because every time we do a Michael McDonald impression, he sends me a message like, please do more of it. <laughs> great. We will do them for you every week, sir, if you continue to listen. And thank you to the pod squad who joins us every week here. Don't forget you can sign up right now. Go to patreon.com slash mind of the meanie. Sign up. Tiers as low as $10. So uh, nice. you can join us and watch us live here every week as we record. And uh, you get to see our beautiful smiling faces, which is always a pleasure. Uh, but, Meanie, I want to thank you for answering those questions. Don't forget, like we said, tweet us your questions using the hashtag AskMeanie, and you may hear them on the program. Uh, but, Meanie, uh, where can everyone keep up with you, sir, on your social media and outside of the show? Uh, follow the cough. Um... <laughs> it's loud enough. Yeah, this week I was like, hey, let's like uh, I was just like, hey, uh, let's uh, use your files because I'm leaving early tomorrow. I don't know if I'll <laughs> up. So I've been able to take advantage of the cough button on this uh, road, which I can't do because you know when you multi-track record, it records everything. Mm-hmm. But um, yeah, I was able to uh, take advantage of the cough button tonight. But um, if you would like to follow the Blue Me on Facebook, Twitter, Gram. Sort of TikTok and threads uh, at Blue Meanie on all forms of social media. If you would like to support the Blue Meanie, go to prowrestlingtees.com slash Blue Meanie. But you can also, por- also support Mind of the Meanie. Go to prowrestlingtees.com slash Mind of the Meanie. Colin Elbow, but they fuck that up <laughs> Colin Elbow the wrestling brand go to ColinElbowBrand.com use coupon code MEANIE or use coupon code MIND and save 10% at ColinElbowBrand.com shout out to the fine folks there over at ColinElbowBrand.com uh, let your beard uh, look good feel good and smell good go to MadCatBeardCare.com Get the Blue Spruce Beard Oil and Bomb. Shout out to my boy Josh Thornton. Doing an amazing job over there. Taking care of the feral kitties. All the proceeds you spend at madcatbeardcare.com goes into taking care of feral cats. So if you're a cat lover like myself, go over there and get yourself some Blue Spruce. The Ultra Pro Wrestling video game coming to all major consoles in 2024. Ultra Pro Wrestling contains not only original characters created by the fantastic artist Hal Haney, mm-hmm. but many real world real world wrestlers, including myself and many others who I will try not to spoil. Uh, go to ultraprowrestling.com or follow them on all forms of social media at UPW Video Game. Uh, follow them again on at I still call it Twitter. I don't give a shit. Yeah. At EPW Video Game. The Figure Collections. The Figure Collections Bone Crushing Wrestler Series 1 variants of the Blue Mini are available now. All Series 1s can be ordered right now at shop.figurecollections.com. Both Blue Minis can be ordered right now at shop.figurecollections.com. 
to have the Blue Mini on your podcast, go to podstars.net. That's podstars.net, P-O-D-S-T-R-Z.net. Register your podcast, and then you can book myself and many other great guests for podstars.net. Shout out to Jim Nelson over at GlaciersOfIce.com. Jim made a 3 of 3 only handmade custom BWO Air Door to One sneaker for Stevie, Nova, and myself. Each pair takes Jim about 50 hours per pair. So if you want to see these beautiful, you know, set of sneakers made, uh, he's made them for everybody. Uh, go to all forms of social, all forms of social media at GOI Kicks. That's at GOI Kicks on all forms of social media. Cameo.com slash Blue Mini BW. I can't talk tonight. Uh, Cameo.com slash Blue Mini BW for birthdays, holidays, and well wishes. Uh, I just did a couple this week. They're a lot of fun. A couple interesting ones. But most of all, we do them to try to make somebody's day a little bit better. So go to cameo.com slash blue meanie BWO. But most importantly, Mr. Bernard, where can we find you, sir? Me? Well, thank you, sir. I appreciate that. You can find me on Instagram, Twitter, and again, to be clear, it's always going to be Twitter. I'm never, yes. I'm never calling it the other name. Uh, Twitter, TikTok, which my videos are starting to take steam and take flight over there. Uh, so thank you very much uh, if you're following me on TikTok. Uh, threads, and then also Blue Sky, which I, I haven't used, to be honest with you. I, I looked at it, and it was like kind of buggy. And I'm like, eh. So maybe, I don't know. But you can find me there if you'd like to follow me. You can follow me at This Is Goober. Yes, it's my handle. No, I'm not changing it. It's a brand pal. So find me there to keep up with all the uh, Goober events. Uh, you can also go ahead and check out my other show, Foundation Radio, by going to foundationradio.net. And you can actually listen to both shows uh, together in the same channel if you're on Apple uh, Podcasts uh, because we are both a part of the Premier Podcast Network. So go and check it out there. Word. FoundationRadio.net. Go to BrothersGatter.com. Pick yourself up the very first licensed Adam Bernard Wrestle Buddy. There are only a handful left, and once they're sold out, they're not going to be made anymore. Uh, so go there right now. You can also pick yourself up a Blue Meanie Wrestle Buddy, and uh, if you'd like to, which I think is the right idea, you can pick up a two-pack. That's right, two-pack, two-pack of your favorite podcast host right now, brothersgatter.com. The Feinberg Method, use promo code Goober and save up to 20% off on your purchase, not just physical well-being, but also mental well-being as well. My trainer, Brad Feinberg, is waiting to speak to you to assist you in your journey. So the FeinbergMethod.com. Shout out to the homies at the 10th Ward Barbershop in downtown Lawrenceville, right outside of Pittsburgh. Got this nice swag from them this week. Uh, you also had a chance to see Kane's fine, handy uh, barber work on Finn Balor's head. Uh, during the most recent pay-per-view at Payback uh, in Pittsburgh. Uh, so you can go check them out right now at 10thwardbarbershop.com and schedule your appointment today. ProWrestlingTees.com slash Foundation Radio. ProWrestlingTees.com slash Mind of the Meanie. Pick up a shirt, support the show, and keep the lights on at Casa de Meanie and the Barnard Home for Wayward and Troubled Youth. We want to thank you for listening today. We want to thank the Pod Squad. We also want to thank our sponsors, Manscaped and Meanie. As a surprise at the end of the show, our brand new, uh -huh. ah, it's true, our brand new sponsor, uh, Green Roads CBD. Uh, we will be rolling Love out it. our new ads uh, next week on the program, but right now you can use code MEANIE. You can use code MEANIE right now at greenroads.com and get 25% off of your purchase. So use promo code MEANIE at greenroads.com uh, and enjoy 
uh, listening to the show here. We appreciate you, Meanie. I appreciate you doing a show with me each and every week. Uh, yes, sir. a chance to chop it up for the Blue Meanie. I am Adam Bernard. Join us again each and every week as we take a trip through the mind. <laughs> the meanie. Sorry, Carl. Peace. This episode of Mind of the Meanie is hosted and executively produced by the Blue Meanie and Adam Barnard. It was mixed and engineered by Carl Pinnell. Additional narration is provided by the executive voice, Sam Kreps. Our intro music was performed by the Swamp Candles. Our outro music was performed by Chikara. Additional musical accompaniment is produced by Enrichment. Follow us on Instagram and Twitter at Mind of the Meanie and become our patron on Patreon by going to patreon.com slash Mind of the Meanie. Find our entire show archive at mindofthemeanie.com. This has been a Butts Carlton Media Production, Butts Carlton Proprietor. Blue, 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 blue,